Uh, hey, everybody, just a, a couple announcements. Um, you know, we know that we had announced a middle of Time Suck coming up in November. However, if you follow Time Suck or Dan Cummins in any way, you know that him and his beautiful bride, Lindsay, contracted COVID. So uh, everything's fine. I've checked in with him a couple times and everything's going well. Everybody's healthy, but they are playing catch up with uh, their own life. And so we've had to put that on the back burner. Uh, but we do want to tell you, we have another announcement. Announcement. Uh, that de- announcement. December 18th. That's a Friday. December 18th. Middle of somewhere is going to do a live show uh, on the internet where you can come and join and get tickets and you can watch. We're going to have guests. Uh, I think it should be a very middle of somewhere Christmas. A uh, little Christmas episode. Friday, Friday, Friday. Yeah, I couldn't decide. Do you think it should be? Do you think it should be a very middle of somewhere Christmas, a very middle Christmas, which feels apropos uh, given sure. the circumstances? Uh, yeah. Sure. Well, uh, we'll, we we just wanted to let you guys know that we're doing it, and uh, we were going to do one earlier in the year, uh, but the ticket prices uh with the with the group we were working with were a, a smidge high uh so we we got a deal with we're doing it with acme comedy company they've got the infrastructure we're gonna have affordable tickets uh and starting next week we'll tell you where you can get those tickets and start announcing the fun weird shit that we're gonna do on the episode absolutely absolutely can i can i say one announcement sure let's go from Please a positive it. to a negative with that i'm we're trying to remedy that wasn't a great sentence one of the minneapolis comedy clubs the corner bar run by bob edwards uh was victim to a kitchen fire it's in the basement of a bar uh the corner bar and uh a fire took the whole place down so they on top of it being covid and dealing with new restrictions they also will be down for an extended period of time while the bar right. gets rebuilt. Uh, and that club has meant a lot to me, especially since it is the birthplace of the 10,000 Laughs Comedy Festival, something that Correct, I've been yeah. helping with the last couple of years, something that brought Dan Cummins to Minneapolis and Emily Heller mm-hmm. and uh, Beth Stelling and Baron Vaughn and tons of great comics around the country. So uh, there is a... If you go onto Facebook and you search Corner Bar Fire Fund, we'll also put this in the episode, uh, in the link, okay. the description of the episode, Corner Bar Fire Fund. They're trying to raise money uh, to make sure that they can take care of their staff uh, and everybody that's going to be out of work and dealing with the consequences of this fire. So if you're, uh, if you're feeling like supporting the Minneapolis scene, give it a whirl. Let's start the show. A very middle of somewhere. Nope. Christmas. Nope. Hey, everybody. This is Chad Daniels, and you have landed in the middle of somewhere. Hey, thanks for coming back and joining us. We appreciate it. Uh, I got some blue sky energy today, and across from me is a very confused-looking, no surprise, Cy Amundsen. 
Well, good morning, Chad Daniels. We're counting down the days to Thanksgiving, and I'm thankful for... Anyways, I got to tell you something. So, I... In, in my house, if you walk in the side door... Okay. Uh, and you you can either go left down to the basement. This is a 1911 Craftsman, so it's kind of like people have been in these houses before, these floor plans. You can go left to the basement, or you can go up three steps to the main floor. Got it. Right in front of you is a French secretary desk. That's one of those tall, skinny desks that pulls down a big kind of tabletop flap. Oh, I just thought you right? meant it was like a slutty desk. Uh-uh. No, no, no. No, it's uh, it's legit. It gets the work done. Got it. Above this is a mirror, okay? Above this desk is a mirror on the wall. So in order for me to get from my living room to my kitchen, I pass this area every single time. And, and a lot of times, I will stop, and I will look in the mirror before I get to the kitchen, and I will say, hey, man, we're not going to go in there and eat ice cream bars over the sink <laughs> like a goddamn lunatic. <laughs> We're gonna go. We're gonna go get some ice and some water, and we're gonna go sit back down and do your stuff. That makes a lot of sense. I did think it was going another direction because I have a handful of beautiful men in my family. Uh, Greg looks like Thor and Madonna scale Ethan. And sure. anytime those two men walk by anything that has a reflect, like if you walk through a parking lot with these two sociopaths every single minivan window they're like am i still hot like it's just they yeah i'm surprised they finish their food because they're they're spending <laughs> so much time checking themselves out in their fucking spoon i thought that's where you were going but you were you were <laughs> more using the mirror to to coach yourself right and i and i also have to deal with that with uh my daughter who anytime she goes by something reflective just completely stops and will start a TikTok dance. <laughs> we could be having an in-depth conversation about stuff that matters, like going completely uh, distancing for school, anything like that. And I have to make sure all the shades are drawn in the house <laughs> so I can have her attention for a full three minutes. So I walk by this mirror. I'm giving myself the chit chat. Then I notice that when I look at my right eye in my reflection, and I, then I look at my left eye, I can't see my eyes move. It is instantaneous, and it's like, it's like I just go from one to the other without seeing my eyes move in the mirror, and it's creeping me out. So now I'm trying to catch my eyeballs moving for a full 30 seconds. I start wobbling. It goes dark. I passed out. I passed out on the ground and I don't know for how long. Here's what I know. I know that my dog raced me into the kitchen. So he was in the kitchen. When I got up, he was sitting on my chair. So I know it was at least a little bit of time. My left shoulder hurt and I have a bump on my head. <laughs> Because I was trying, so <laughs> when people ask me after the pandemic's done, like, what did you do? Did you write a new hour of comedy so you could record an album right away? No, I didn't. I tried to catch my eyeballs like a dog chasing its tail. <laughs> and then I passed out and gave myself two injuries. Where's the, you're wearing a hat. Where's the lump? It's right here. It's okay. on the side, right there. Hey, I've known you long enough to know that a mirror 
walking into your I, I understand what your plan is with that i don't think that's a healthy sure. choice chad <laughs> well listen it didn't Especially start that as way as you age i don't think that's a healthy choice it started that way because you know there were two children living here and instead of running up to the bathroom or running through the kitchen to a bathroom i thought hey here's one last glimpse before you head out the door oh that's smart make sure you don't have anything in your teeth blah 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 but now now it's become a, a coach i'm worried that it's going to become uh you're gonna you're gonna right now you feel like a tony robbins coach and i'm worried pretty soon you're gonna be a bobby knight coach <laughs> Well, you need to know something, Toledo Buyers Club, hey. and it is. Don't. It do. is. Listen, TBC, you need to understand that I'm already there. Yeah, I know. That's why. Beca- and, and, and most of the time, it's Tony Robbins going in, Bobby Knight coming out, <laughs> because I don't make it. I don't make it. I'm sitting there. You know what? If I, if I didn't have to go to the refrigerator to get my ice and my water... Right. It's in the door. So that's where I get it. And then I'm so close. And then I just pull the little freezer drawer out and I'm like, oh, what you got here? Oh, my God. You're, you're freezing mint Oreos. OK, I'll have one. Who did this? The Oreo fairy. Jesus Christ. This is amazing. I have a very different story about mirrors in houses. Okay. Uh, this might be a stretch of a transition, but I'm going to tell it anyway, because it was what I was thinking about. It's about eyeballs and mirrors. So interesting. Yeah. So when I was it. when I was fifteen years old, uh, my brother when and I. He was a young warthog. My brother Greg and I, uh, we were. This is my. You know, my parents owned a cabin, or excuse me, a resort. Sure. They owned yeah, and operated several resort. cabins. Yep, several cabins. And Greg and I were in our cabin, and we were in. Uh, the bedroom and we had like two single beds in the bedroom and we were watching TV and I, okay. I should point out I think sometimes when I say we owned a resort everybody goes all right you know it sounds very haughty totty this is yeah this is not a uh, four seasons you know this was more like hey uh, oh guys the raccoon is in the windowsill of cottage four asking for scraps again it's that so, right. I think if it was like a rich resort, you would have said hoity-toity, not hotty-totty. So I think everybody gets it. I think if it was a rich resort, I'm not doing this fucking podcast, I can tell you that much. <laughs> if it was a rich resort, I'd have gone into some better business decisions than what I'm doing with my life right now. <laughs> evaporating into thin air, trying to make jokes to a guy trapped in his house also. Uh, so Greg and I are, we had gotten in some sort of fight uh, and you could not have had two different young men. I'm 15. He's 13. I'm I, we were just very different humans. So it was very sure. easy for us to fight, but it never got physical. Really? It was just more okay. more emotional warfare. Like I okay. would find out what he was insecure about or what one of his friends said about him. And then I would really fucking drive it home like a psychopath. Mm-hmm. And he Absolutely. would he would wait for me to get in trouble from my father. And then he would immediately ingratiate himself to my father by doing the opposite behavior, thus making me look like an even worse child. So some yeah. real psycho bullshit here. But it never never really got physical. But okay. I apparently pissed him off more than I realized and uh, while laying on my bed he came from behind me and slapped Uh-oh. me in the face 
Okay. Real like, if you've never been open hand slapped in the face by a 13 year old who loves frogs, that's mm-hmm. you're already pretty deep in the <laughs> I lost this one hole. Former former guest co-host Chell Bjorgen. Yes. You may remember him coughed a lot. <laughs> uh, we used to when we would drink tequila have slap fights. Yeah. Well, and it was uh, it was horrible. We'd do a shot of tequila, then we'd slap each other, then we'd do another shot and slap each other until somebody almost popped someone's eardrum because our aim was off. This it's w- not great getting slapped in the face. This was a lot like that. Instead of tequila, it was two uh, early teenage boys watching the second Austin Powers movie, and one of their feelings got super hurt, so they accosted the other one. Uh, Ooh, shikiriki. So. <laughs> I didn't see the slap coming, and okay. so it hit my face, uh, but then it hit one of his fingers, hit me in the eye. Always. The eye was open because I didn't see the slap coming. For It came from behind my head. So that like yeah. his, the top of his palm hit up on my forehead area. Uh, the moment he struck me, I was like, well, something's pretty wrong here. And I leapt out of bed and sprinted into a different cabin where I thought my parents were. And here's where the stories connect, Chad, radio. (laughs) We have a mirror right by our kitchen living room area in that house. And I sprint in there, no one's in there. And I look in the mirror and you know how eyeballs have a black part and then a colored part, like a blue or a green or a brown. Do you mean like a pupil and an iris? Correct. How come sir? we're not using words? Okay. And the right eye was just pure black. Like yeah. 100% black. And uh, that scared Sai as a child. So I ran outside onto the lawn and just started screaming that I was blind. Because <laughs> also I was. I couldn't see out of that eye. And... My parents were up at a campfire about 80 yards away with some family friends. And to give you some backstory on them, uh, I broke a wrist when I was 17. And I came out and I was like, they were at a campfire. And I was like, hey, doesn't this look broken? Basically had a fucking W in it. And they were like, I don't think so. Why don't you go in the house for a while? And I just had to wait for them to finish their campfire before we went and got a cast on my wonk arm. (laughs) So... I had to scream I was blind for a bit. And then finally they were like, well, we should probably check this out. He's still going. And they didn't, there wasn't any sense of urgency. No one jogged. They were like, well, let's just walk on down there and maybe we'll stop by the lake on the way. I don't know. Let's see what's going on. Uh, And then they got down there and saw my eyeball and everybody was like, he's blind. (laughs) In the 1800s, they would have burned you for being a witch or something <laughs> evil, like the fruits of the devil. So, luckily, one of my, uh, one of my, one of our family friends that was up at the campfire is a nurse. So, my parents loaded me into the car. The nurse hops in. I've calmed down quite a bit, even though I can't see. I'm actually playing it pretty cool. Uh, it, I doubt it, but keep going. It turns out, Greg was playing it a lot less cool. I found out later that he literally, and this is pretty endearing, I suppose, he couldn't stop crying for like two hours. It was like two hours of him going, "Uh, what if he can't see again? Like, 
<laughs> oh, the breathing cry. Yeah. That's that's a great cry. And our uh, our the nurse's husband had to take him on a walk to like calm him down. So he he is having as the person who's caused the blindness a way harder time than the fellow with the blindness. <laughs> I unfortunately I had so I had all this sympathy from him, you know. Sure. And I definitely blew it because as I was recovering from it and for months afterwards, I would kind of leverage that as like, I mean, you did fucking blind me. The least you could do is get the sandwich, Greg. You could go make me a fucking Absolutely. sandwich. Absolutely. Yeah, that's smart. It was, but I think I overdid it because by the time we were like 17, 18, 19 years old, I basically turned him into a villain where if I would sure. say something to him, he's like, watch your shit or I'll fucking blind your ass again. Like I, <laughs> I, I dark knighted him pretty hard, you know? Nice. Um, I, I really pushed him the other direction. And so uh, I'm at the hospital. They put a patch on it. You know, they say, they tell me what's wrong. I'm going to have to see an optometrist in the morning. I go mm -hmm. home. I sleep in a chair. I'm not allowed to open my eyes. We get up early the next morning. We go to an optometrist. It's a, it's a cut in the retina. Now I'm using Ooh. words. Thank you for that. Yes. And what part of the eye is that? It's the, in the, and so what I have, yeah. so what I have to, <laughs> here's the protocol. They, they don't want me moving much because they want all the blood to drain out of the eye and then they need that cut to heal. So they don't sure. want me standing up. They don't want me moving around a lot. So for, and, and at first they don't want me opening my eyes. So for like three days I had to sleep in a chair and yeah. I wasn't allowed to open either of my eyes. So in the morning, everybody would get up and go outside and I would just have to sit there in a fucking room with my eyes shut. And then I'd fall asleep for, you know, 11 hours. And then I would hear voices and I'd be like, hey, what are we doing? You guys want to watch a movie? Austin Powers 2 is on stars. And they'd be like, we're, fuck we're going to bed, man. And then I'd just have to sit up in the middle of the night with my eyeballs closed in a chair all by myself. It was fucking pretty big bummer. That's good training for divorce. <laughs> then I moved from a chair to a bed. So I was in a chair for about a week. I could start opening my, my left eye, the good eye, after three days. In the chair for a week, could only get up to pee. Then I moved to a bed for another week and a half, could only get up to pee and eat. This is all because of an eyeball? I had a cut in my eyeball and I went temporarily blind. Yeah, well, so have I. I just dealt with it. I don't think you did. I don't think that's a fair. <laughs> I don't think that's a that's a fair minimalization. Uh, I finally I did get better, uh, but I remember two things. One, and this is the other thing that made me think of it. Whenever I would get out of bed, like towards the, mm -hmm. one, once I started, like okay, now you can stand up and move around and you know go for a walk. Anytime I would get out of bed, I would nearly pass out because of the head rushes. Wow. But also, I remember there was a moment where the doctor was like all right you can start straining again that's the word he used it's like you can start lifting stuff you know you can start like moving and 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 being a part of activities where you you clench or strain and uh it's only one sort of straining 15 year old Cy was interested in <laughs> <laughs> You can keep your salve. I make my own at the house. <laughs> I, 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 being a f I don't know what the most scared you've ever been masturbating is, but <laughs> after taking 
I mean, I never have. <laughs> After taking a three-week hiatus, which as a 15-year-old boy might as well have been 10,000 years. Uh, sure. The first time I tried to jump back into the, the game, you know, when you when you goof troop, there's some clenching and some, some muscle tension involved there. And I just sure, it's like a, it's like an elongated sneeze. I had this just dire concern that I was going to come and rip the hole in my eye back open at the same time. <laughs> well, that would be awesome if you then you went to middle schools and gave talks about how masturbating masturbation does cause blindness. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I've never jerked off right in front of a crocodile's mouth. But I assume it was that same level of danger. Well, then you've never broken into a putt-putt after midnight. <laughs> uh, just, a, just a quick story. I really did have a cut in my eye when I was very little. I was at a grocery store with my mom, which is now actually the gym I go to. It's the same building. But, uh, or the gym I have, excuse me. <laughs> Let me take a step back. It's the same building. I have a gym membership there. <laughs> Don't necessarily go. And uh, this guy was cutting open boxes with a box cutting knife, you know, one of those sharp deals, an exacto thing. And I went over to see what he was opening, and he turned around with the knife, like, eye height, and he, he slit my eyelid open. Oof. And I was bleeding everywhere. My mother tells me she thought I was going to run out of blood, and my mom was a phlebotomist at the time. So that was a little nerve-wracking for her. But then I went, and uh, it was all healed. Didn't Didn't... Uh, have to sit in a chair or a bed and that's when I knew my real dad was Wolverine how long did you wait to masturbate after the injury I think I was like six years old so probably <laughs> I don't know seven years a full seven years it might be longer I can't remember exactly <laughs> I have to tell you a kind of an embarrassing story uh, I was walking Poe okay as everybody Poe's my dog and I was walking him around. There's a lake where from my house around the lake and back is one and a half miles. Okay. So it's a good wear your dog out walk. Mm -hmm. And this lady has a little puppy with her. And she's like, hey, Poe. Hey, Poe. And she wasn't looking at my dog. And so I'm thinking, is she just messing with my dog? And also, did she see the dog when Olivia brought him for a walk? How is what's happening here? And I go, hey, do you know my dog? Because now I'm getting like interested. And she goes, oh, no, hey, how are you? And I go, oh, because I, I thought you were saying, hey, Poe. And she goes, I am. This is my dog's name is Poe. And I was like, shut up. My dog's name is Poe. Like, I freaked out. <laughs> so then I go, I go, there is no way two people living in an area this small would name their puppy Poe. Is, is, is Poe the new, is the 2020 puppy name of the year or something? Poe is and the I new go, Madison. Exactly. And I go, why'd you name your dog Poe? And she said, oh, my 12-year-old, soon-to-be st uh, stepdaughter named him Poe after uh, the, the poet. Edgar Allan Poe. Edgar Allan Poe, the raven, all of Nevermore. that. Nevermore. Right. And then she said, I'm a reader. why did, why did you name your dog? No, oh no. <laughs> and then I had to look at a, another grown woman <laughs> and go, oh, I have a daughter too, but I made this decision. <laughs> 
And we named him after the panda in Kung Fu Panda. <laughs> and, I, and then we just stared at each other for so long. And then I was like, well, big gulps, huh? <laughs> Why'd you name your dog Frost? Well, our children really love uh, the poems of Robert Frost. Why'd you name your dog Frost? Well, sometimes when it's uh, when the air is colder than normal, it gets uh, crispy, slippery outside, and I think that's pretty cool. I think it's neat. It's pretty neater. Do you think it's neater? I, I just like the, the little fellow that comes around during winter and, and breathes on you, and that's uh, Jack Frost nipping at your nose. We really enjoy him at the house. I know we have a, a surprise, a little surprise guest situation coming up. Yeah, I mean, let's not make a big, let's not get people excited. Any anytime, that's like when at a comedy show and they go, "Hey, you guys, we have a special guest for you. He does the open mic on Mondays." Jiminy Crick. I mean, it's like everyone's like, "A special guest is this?" Do you think Seinfeld it's Do you think it's Chris Chappelle? Rock? And they're like. It's this Dave Eakins. He works at the Ruby Tuesdays and is banned from <laughs> half the clubs in this city. <laughs> but I think this is a very Is that a real guest. person? I don't know if that's a real person. No, I just... I okay, okay, great. But, uh, but also, I promise you it's a real person. It might not be a real well, name, I, I, I but I promise you it's a real, a real person. person. Uh, I do right. think it's a very special guest. I don't think it's... Oh, I don't think it's Chris Rock Seinfeld level as, in terms of We're the We're not metaphor. talking about a celebrity here. But I also don't think it's kicked out of several open mics level either i, think I don't this, think so either think and i'll tell you this my love for this special guest is head and shoulders above chris rock or any of those other people we talked about and i'm so happy that you didn't say me because i know your love for that person is but i i felt that going a direction that was gonna hurt no, me and I never would and i think that's because of the argument i had with my wife this morning maybe i'm projecting a little bit of my feelings onto the podcast the point is sure you are. uh chadley before we do that i can i tell you one other uh one other story about heads and the resort please not head uh, <laughs> heads sure yeah because you one of uh one thing that makes me hjll h we're talking about hjll here fortunately we are not uh, okay. one of my favorite criticisms you have of yourself i think everybody loves the tit stuff it's gold keep going to the tit well but to sure. me every once in a while you'll throw in a gem about how big you think your head is it's gigantic <laughs> and you can't i'm gonna tell you something i don't know if i was stuck in the birth canal for a long time because the back of my head is higher than the front of my head so when i wear hats they need to be deep i have to have deep hats i i, I need people to understand that there is no edit in this part of the show the moment I said large head, the lack of space between my bringing it up and his yeah, well, rant just proves my I'm point. And I think you. it's wonderful. I I'm, love it. I love it. I'm telling you, when I have a cowboy hat on, it sits up there like uh, a cymbal on a drum set, just swaying in the wind. It like tilts because the, the crown of my head is higher. And I'm not, listen, I'm not bragging. doesn't necessarily mean that's why I'm in Mensa. It's just like... I have a big head. You have a very big head, but there's 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 a couple of types of people who have big heads because I also feel like I have a large head. And oh, if we're listen, this might need an edit. This is uh, <laughs> so we. I think there are people who look at themselves like I think 
you know, with your body dysmorphia and my self-esteem issues, I think we look in the mirror and go, look at this fucking St. Bernard's skull set on top of a toothpick. That sort of shit. That's that's how... <laughs> that's like a, so I married an axe murderer? <laughs> when, when he's screaming at, uh, at his... Heed! Pants! No! <laughs> and he just said, it's like a huge orange on a toothpick. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's going to go cry himself to sleep on his huge pillow. <laughs> So. You know, it was interesting. Uh, I was watching So I Married an Axe Murderer, and Mike Myers does plays his father in that movie with a Scottish accent, and Olivia goes, wow, that sounds like Shrek. Yeah. And I was like, well, there's good reason for that. It's same guy, same voice. Because they both stole it from Fat Bastard in the Austin Power <laughs> sequel. Right, sure. Uh, so then there are other people who they say, I have a big head, and you're like, yeah, I know. You had to come in through the fucking sliding door on our deck. <laughs> you, anytime you have to tilt your neck to get in somewhere, yeah, that's probably big. One of, uh, at that resort that my parents ran, one of my parents' friends and somebody who had a seasonal camper up there would often sure. talk about how big his head was. And you never mm -hmm. could be like, no, it's fine. This thing was fucking... He had an enormous head and I knew it from a young age because I played little league baseball up in Alexandria and okay. side note, if there are, if, if there have been five worse little league baseball players to ever grace a field, then you know, I, I would be surprised. I was at like, and I grew up right in the beginning of that. Everybody deserves a chance era. Oh yeah. I missed that. I I knew it was bullshit because of me. Because all season long, I was like, you guys need to let me pitch. I was like 12 years old. I was like, I'm, I practice with my dad. Let me pitch. And my dad was probably just nice enough to not be like, it can't bounce before it gets to me. That's bad. Uh, Let's get you signed up for YMCA cricket. And so I think you'll be good at cricket. I They finally, second to last game of the regular season, they let me pitch. First pitch, first batter hit a kid dead center of the back coach mm -hmm. comes out he's like all right man just take a breath breathe it through second kid literal first pitch hit him on the hand like yeah that's connected to the bat he's crying the coach leaves me in i'm so scared on the third pitch i might as well have gone up and set the ball on the on like a fucking <laughs> tee this tiny little Babe Ruth hit probably the deepest home run in the history of Alexandria Little League. <laughs> and I played tennis for the rest of my life. That's all not the point. I just thought you'd enjoy that. Uh, we had hats that were made by a local company. And sure. for some reason, they were fucking enormous to the point where every kid on the team, you know, they're the snaps on the yep. and so every kid was snapped all the way as tight as humanly possible and it was still kind of tight on our heads and uh my dad's friend up at the cabin or excuse me my dad's friend who was at the resort saw me wearing that hat and he's like hey let me can i see that hat i was like sure and i handed it to him <laughs> he put it all the way to the last button put it on and he goes well i'll be damned <laughs> 
he goes, <laughs> he goes, never in my adult life have I found a baseball hat that fits me. I'll give you 20 bucks for this right now. And I was like, fuck yeah. So I sold him my hat. He was he always wore those Pam, Panama Jack hats and sombreros. I didn't know it was because he couldn't fit in a normal baseball hat. He was so happy to have that hat. And he like I remember showing up to practice like, where's your hat? I go, if I could sold it to a guy with a giant melon. I'm wearing hair the rest of the year. This is Little League. I'm going to get I'm going to bean kids and get kicked out anyways. Fuck it. <laughs> that guy. Uh, one more side note. That guy also uh, I remember he would pull us tubing. My parents worked yeah. like crazy because they're running a resort. So sure. he would pull me and my friends and his kids tubing when we were like 11, 12, 13 years old. And it was pretty wild and aggressive. And he used to walk around the property with this giant coffee mug. Uh, and I remember turning like 17 and being a little more worldly and being like, oh, that's all alcohol in there. Every My parents just let this big-headed maniac drunk drive a boat pulling children around the lake like for three years and this is why i believe in time travel i think it was me i think this man you're talking about was me i've been excited and bought hats that fit me i also have a giant coffee mug that i use at the lake that has never had coffee in it and i love pulling little kids aggressively on tubes I, you know, he was, it makes sense because he was quite a bit older than you. So this could be 20 years into the future, maybe 15 years into sure. the future that you, you do travel back. So I, I can get behind that. Did he wear a shirt at the, at the campgrounds? He wore a tank top and uh, yeah. a, side lo tit? a lot side of side tit. tit. A lot yeah, that's of me. side tit. I got it. That's me. Time travel's real, folks. You heard it here on Middle of Somewhere. Let's bring in that special guest, Chatty Daddy. Well, first of all, I, I need to tell you that... I torpedoed this? You're right, I did. No, no, no. Come around <laughs> downtown now. Let me tell you what I'm thankful for, Chad. A medium Anyways. podcast. Uh, so, once a week, normally, I mean, I, it's becoming a tradition. <clears throat> my son Isaac will come to my house and we will eat. Now... One time he was coming over for steaks, and uh, I, there was no gas left in the grill because it was last time I'd used it, it was freezing cold, and I the flames went out, and I must have left it on. So that's on me. So we had to cook the steaks in uh, like a campground frying pan yep. in the house, oh. to which uh, all the all the smoke alarms went off. And uh, he didn't really get a full meal as promised. Okay. And so he was here the other night and he had, he asked for, we were having salads. We were having these like uh, spicy chicken breast, sesame dressing salads. And okay. he asked just for spinach and carrots. That's how much faith this young man has in my culinary skills after the steak fiasco. And so <clears throat> what's great is when Olivia's here, we'll, we'll pull out risk. And we'll play the board game Risk Love it. and shoot the breeze and then have some food. So this has become very fun. Now, the last time he was here after the spinach and the carrots, it must have got him riled up because we're talking about uh, some stuff. We're talking about OnlyFans, right? We're talking about, uh, you know, last week's episode. And Isaac says, uh, why well, I, I make $50 a week on OnlyFans as a joke. 
And then, well, at least I think it's a joke. <laughs> and Olivia says, uh, I almost I almost subscribed to an OnlyFans because I wanted to see the pictures of uh, a post-surgery transition, man to woman. Okay. And I didn't... I didn't really follow the order of that. And she said, I wanted to compare to see. Now, now let me tell you something. What she meant was she wanted to see how far along the surgical process is and the success of it. But I thought she meant the other way. So I was like, what do you mean compare? You've, how many pictures of dicks have you seen? <laughs> and uh, yeah, you thought she meant it was like, is this? Is this how a real hog looks? I'm not buying it. Yeah. I'm not buying it. You got a bad surgeon there, buddy. Are they making real dicks here? <laughs> or making it out of the stuff they make uh, those little gummy fishing bait from? But so then she tells me, no, no, dad, it's the other way. And I just wanted to see this. And I was like, great. I think, you know, go for it. Whatever, whatever you need to do. Then we start, she said, but I, but I have seen pictures of, of dicks. What? Because I have a friend who has an account. What's it called? Omegle. Omegle. Do you know what that is? Omegle? Omegle. Nope. I guess she, we're old guys. She has a, she has a friend who I'm going to have. I'm going to introduce Isaac here in a second. He's going to tell you what Omegle is. But then I'm going to come back and kind of get the story going again but can you tell him what omega is sounds like a sounds like a dr seuss themed dick pic hi isaac hello how are you good i'm excited to learn about omega all right so omega is kind of like skyping with strangers yikes and you don't yeah <laughs> right you don't need an account really what you do is you set up your camera you get into the site there are categories you can pick from. So you could pick from sporting. Let's say you wanted to see some hot girls. You could type in Justin Bieber. Let's say you're looking for a long-lost father. You could type in gambling. Um, <laughs> Burn, bitch. What an asshole. And then um, as along with the video chat, you can also type. Okay. So, uh -oh. that, so you can have a conversation with these people. So this is, now I'm just, this is just like when I was a kid, Isaac... Uh, aim or instant messenger it's a bunch of children having conversations with people who are probably predominantly sex predators that's what's happening here <laughs> yeah that's basically what omega is it's okay. every other every other next you push is a dick it's skip oh there's a girl skip oh a dick skip oh another girl skip oh a dick right in the <laughs> screen so so it's a lot like chat roulette yeah it really is so, uh, my Olivia has a friend on Omegle. Yeah, the thing he just described. Exactly. And Olivia's friend. Which, Olivia's friend isn't like a twenty-eight-year-old that works at the same restaurant as her. It's the same age, <laughs> and I'm telling you, this isn't like a asking for a friend thing. This is legit a friend of hers, and uh, and so that's where she's seeing these dick pics. Okay. Because grown men are sending fuck her friend dick pics fuck so what happens it. next is we so go what happens next chad and Sai form a little team and no what i'm saying is off? what happens next in this story oh shit okay 
uh, you know how the heart, you know how the Grinch's heart grew 10 sizes that year? <laughs> My heart, I was so proud of the children that I have helped to raise uh, because it's absolutely fantastic. So I'm going to give, uh, I'm going to have Isaac bring the story home. Okay. So this is probably two years ago. I'm probably 19, 18 or 19 at the time. Okay. And so with Omegle, it wasn't an Omegle count. Um, some teenage boys in their grade must have been fooling around on Omegle and leaked her Snapchat into the chat to these like grown ass creepy men. So wait, that are just have. So the reason she has the dick pics is. Um, is is because of Omegle, but not because she has an account. Yeah. These fucking yes. these fucking slop faces. It's like when people used to write women's numbers on bathroom walls, like trash bags. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. It was that kind of those kind of pieces of shit people that did this. <laughs> this is like a really close family friend. So um, we were at their house, and all of a sudden, she's receiving all of these random ads on Snapchat. Oof. And then they're sending pictures. Oof. And I'm, of course, with them because I'm, I'm best friends with her brother. Okay. And, uh, and all of a sudden, she's opening these Snapchats, and they're just unsolicited dick pics. <laughs> and it is disgusting. Yeah. <laughs> and especially because, I mean, what? They're probably like 15 at the time? That's crazy. Yeah, yeah it's a bummer. I'm just like, oh, like... I mean, you could just block them. I mean, but or you could mess with them a little bit. <laughs> so they give me the phone, and I'm like, oh, like what could we do um, to make this the best experience? I'm like, oh shit, I have the best idea. I'll go into the bathroom and I'll send them asshole pics. <laughs> so I go into the bathroom. <laughs> Take my pants off. I'm sending, like, close-up shots of my asshole to these old 35-year-old men. Uh, and you know what? I don't. not old, I, but this is very funny. Well, you know what? I don't know if they're 35. I mean, I saw a lot of heads that day, but not faces. <laughs> so I went in the bathroom, sent the pictures. I mean, I'm getting, like, instant pictures back, and we're opening them again. And they're like, oh, yeah, baby, send more, <laughs> <laughs> like, of my asshole. <laughs> <laughs> so 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 this uh this is probably my favorite story on the history of this show but it also i, I want to recap it quick so uh you found out that was this two years ago isaac yeah around two years ago so that t t two years ago some sexual some asshole kids in your town set up one of your daughter's friends to be accosted by, you know, best case scenario, sexual predators. And your son's response was to probably get those guys to turn one out to his own asshole. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that, that's the best. I don't care what Omegle used to be, but from now on, I'm going to call it an Omegle. Whenever a predator accidentally jerks off to an adult man's butthole. <laughs> oh, my God. Someone write that down for the Urban Dictionary for me. You've been omegled. <laughs> I, I gotta, gotta go. go. 
Hey, if you guys like this, uh, there will be a new episode next Monday and every single Monday at 8 a.m. So click the subscribe button so your phone sends it to you without having to do any work. 